Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another evolution of the Tinted Reality Show. Follow us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Radio, and all major podcast platforms. Let's do this. What up, world? It's your boy Rio. And your boy E Fights. And this is the Tinted Reality Show. Let's, Let's go. go. Yo, 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 what up, big dog? Why y'all quiet? Why y'all quiet on the mic, man? The people want to hear your beautiful voice, sir. What's happening? Attention Reality Show, episode number 33. Catch us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Jump on, get the Tinted Reality Show merch at TintedRealityMedia.com. Come on, check out the great things we got popping, man. What's good, sir? What's good with you, man? I'm hey, it's Friday, homie. You gotta, I think you're living up, man. It's Friday, bro. See, he out here early. Man, hey, he's at work right now, man. Yeah, yeah. We we hitting them with the, the midday work vibe. They don't even yeah, know. I'm about to be daydreaming about going home right now. I'm already here. It don't even feel right. <laughs> That's a blessing, <laughs> man. So it's, it's somebody at work right now still grinding, putting that time in, looking at that clock. Who shit? Hey, not us though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the boss didn't go home. Well, I'm gonna sprain my ankle getting out the door today, but man, it's been one of them kind of weeks, man. Yeah, we back at it, brother. We back at it. a lot of beautiful things going off in the world, man. Some, I think last time we left the people, man, there had just been some uh, some stuff going down at the Capitol. Yeah, and, uh, before we get like, into that though, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, speak Let's shit. not start there. We're not starting there. You know, what? I don't want to start there either, man. Let's talk about Monday. Which Monday? About Martin Luther King? More, yeah, exactly. More okay. Mm. What's going on there? You know what? That's a perfect segue into uh, how I'm feeling this year, dog. Like, like serious, man. I, I got I got a different energy in me right now, man. It feels good, and I like it. Don't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, I'm I'm in the I'm in the mood to validate my greatness, man. And I and I want other people to do the same with their own shit. That's how that's how I feel right now. Like you already great, you know you great. Be great. Let's every every opportunity we get, man. Whether it's on these airwaves or man, no matter where it's at, man. That's the I, I, I wanted to share that with you right there because you know, I said, "Good Lord, put it on my heart, man." Come yeah, on, man. man. I just want to I want to validate my greatness this year, man. Whether it be business, finance, health, you know what I'm saying? Right. What have you, man? Family, being a being a father, being a being a husband, at work, like. That's what we gotta do, man. Like straight up, embrace, yeah. embrace your greatness. Yeah, man. Cause some people try to play humble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can be great and still be humble. Exactly. So embrace your greatness. Embrace. Walking, walking the light provided to you. Man, cause when you when, when your path is illuminated, brother, it, it gives your other people, you know, you know, subconsciously the permission to do the same, man. Exactly. And that's that's been my vibe all week, man. Just uh, I just been thinking about that thing, hard and heavy, man. Just like let's get it, let's go. Like you'll, you'll, you'll be surprised how many people look at you and are watching your growth without mm. ever saying anything to you about it. You Bruh. know what I'm saying? And then they'll come to you later and be like, you know, I was watching you. You know what I'm saying? You was doing your thing. You was doing your thing. You know, it motivated me to do blah blah blah. It's like for real. Like I, mm-hmm. bro, I had no idea. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, walking you- your greatness. I think uh, I think what motivated that man, just honestly, you know, I mean, obviously several different factors, what have you, but I'm looking at the news and there's so much hate, there's so much visceral hate and, and, exactly. and so much fear. Fear. There you go. Fear that that's that that turns into hate and, and, and you know division and stuff like that, man. I was like, where's the gratitude, right? Like, where's the gratitude and in life right now. I mean, some people probably got it, you know, I, I'm not speaking for everybody, obviously, but that, that's the word of the day, is just having that gratitude, man, that appreciation to be where you are and, and the status that you have. Good, bad, or indifferent, man, you know what I mean? So. We go back to what I said last week about meeting yourself where you are. Mm. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Good, bad, and ugly, just meeting yourself where you are. But I, about Martin Luther King's uh, celebration, I think it's great that we celebrate Martin Luther King. But I'm also worried. Because he's been gone for a while. 
Mm-hmm. And we don't have that icon, that person we can look up to that cannot take his place, but maybe stand beside the legacy that he had. I think we tried to put Obama in that place and that wasn't Obama's place. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't his that wasn't his place in history. That was his aspiration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I like I said, like you said, like you said, like what you said is timely because you didn't know what I was gonna say. I didn't know what you were gonna say. People <laughs> I, I, we I, I think, just not talking. <laughs> yeah, like I think people gotta start walking in their greatness. Mm. We need more leaders. Where are our leaders? And if you are on the forefront of this thing, we need you to be more vocal. Yeah. We need because we all are looking for somebody to get behind. You know and, what? Oh, and oh. as much as people hate Trump or hate what he did, he galvanized those people. Mm. Where's our galvanizing force? I think. Mm. There would never, obviously, there would never be another Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But with that being said, I think the time and the need is different. I, I think we live in a time where one leader right now, one voice, unifying, you know, everybody, and you know, whether it's progressive, Republican, whatever your political affiliation, just your whatever your status in life that you gravitate towards behind this, this person to say, hey, this person inspired us to be better. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think that we live in a time right now that, because even when Dr. King did it, you had other people, you had other groups, you had, right. you know what I mean? And I, I just thought about everything being so politicized and, po- and polarized at the moment. And not just at the moment, I mean, just in general, just just the nature of the time and, and, and social media is, uh, I don't think there ever be that one figurehead again. You know what I mean? And, and I, I don't even think we necessarily, I want to say we do, but I don't, I, I don't know because I think that once you, like with any movement, whether it be positive or negative, once you cut the, take the figurehead out, then everybody scrambles. You Which is what happened. Yeah, and that, that's, the, that's the thing. Thank like you know, we're still scrambling back when Dr. King died in the 60s. Yeah. You know, we're still scrambling here this 2021. We should have talking about who's going to lead us. We're, we're leading us. I, I think right now we're, we're more awake and, and more conscious to our surroundings and our environment and, and in terms of bringing in allies than probably ever before, man. And it's, it, it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. Now, that having a Dr. King right now to say, get up, wake up, stand up and be counted, I think would definitely help. But I don't even know if it's necessary at this particular moment because we got so many external factors that are just pushing people and ripping the fucking eyelids off of people who otherwise would have been been asleep. You know what I mean? I wonder how many people are actually awakened or is it just more people in my bubble Mm. that are Mm. awakened? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are millions and millions of people. So, like, are most of us awakened now? Like, are, are they really, really paying attention? Or <laughs> yeah. it was a cool fad to be woke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got the t-shirt, yeah. you know what I'm saying, type thing. And it's like, it's the, the fad, a fad fades is what it does. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, how many people are actually awake? Uh, but and how I many mean, people enjoyed yeah. the fad? And then I think behind any great leader is a team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King didn't cross that bridge by himself and so no. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, his team crossed with him. So I'm not saying that we need one person, one voice. I'm just, I'm saying, like, he was the face of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We still need the team. We need the community. But we need a leader. And like I said, we thought Obama was there. Look how many people he galvanized to vote. Go vote. Bro, I think the boy still got that fire. He still got that swag. He do, but I, I don't think that's what he sees himself yeah, as. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we see him that way, but I don't think he sees himself that way. And you and you either way it goes, you got you, you gotta respect it. Um yeah. You know, and and uh, again, again, you, you are 100 percent correct, you know, and and in your in your thought process, dog said, I I'm I'm with you, you know what I mean? But I, I I like what you said about whether it's just, you know, 
politically expedient for individuals to say, I get it, versus actually been versus actually getting it. You know right. what I mean? Right. Somebody, I mean, lip service has always been king, man. No, no matter where you are, who you are, you know, but and it's getting hard to tell the difference. But if you really with it or if you're not. Yeah. Game recognized game though. When when it, when they come down to doing because everybody want to be woke till the time to do some woke shit. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And and just just because you put a black square on your on your social media feed, don't don't necessarily mean you get it, man. Because um but then again, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't want to discredit nobody, you know, two cents to the bucket, you know what I mean? Because there's levels to this shit, you know. People that are going to be, you know, galvanizing, sacrificing, going above and beyond and getting in front of the camera and knock on every door to get the vote out. And some people are going to do that. And some people have the means, the time, or they sacrifice the time because that's the difference between the moment and the movement, right, is that sacrifice. And so some people are going to just naturally gravitate toward that than others. You know, other people are like, I would do it, but, you know what I mean? And they find that excuse to slide up in there on some real shit. <laughs> you, you got what I call street soldiers and you got figureheads. Yeah. You got people articulate enough to get the point of the masses across to leadership in different places where we can get stuff done. But then we got the door knockers who actually, you know, pounding the pavement and getting out there and like, hey, we trying to get it. We need you to be with us. You, you want to get it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need both of those people as part of the team. No, no doubt. You know no what I'm doubt. saying? Like I said, there's levels to this shit. It, it yeah. just... It is what it is, man. And and like we can't we can't expect Obama to go and speak and then go door knock. Like yeah. That's not his part of. We yeah. need we need door knockers. I, I think I think, man, just looking across the landscape, man. Um, I, I, that's part of, if if not a large sum of, what we're currently seeing in the country right now. And and I and I say this on every other pod, how the. Uh, America's starting to look different, starting to think different. It's starting, it's getting away from, you know, this particular set of people so supposedly have all the power and all the rights and running. This is what America's supposed to be and what the people in charge are supposed to look like. And the time that we're living in right now is is a glitch in the matrix for some. So, cause like, and to try to tie that back into the Capitol, what we saw, it wasn't anger, it was fear, like you said. That was fear. When them guys marched in, in, in Charlotte, uh, what's that, Charlottesville, Virginia, they were saying the Jews would not replace us. You have grown ass white dudes with fucking tiki torches and khaki pants talking about somebody would not replace them. Replace you, like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? But it's just that fear that America is starting to look more progressive starting to look more mixed, more diverse, and that gives people angst because this is the country that their grandfather told them that they were supposed to inherit. You know what I mean? Because that's what they got. That's what they got from their grandparents and their, their grandparents' parents. have been engraved in them that this is America and you don't speak English, you speak American. <laughs> like... <laughs> what happened to the part of through hard work? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't putting in the work... It's not gonna be just given to you. Bro, see that's that see, but that that goes against everything that you've been taught. For them, you know what I mean? For some right, of them. Right, right. You know, some people are gonna be like, oh damn, this is what I gotta do. I'm an American. Forget political ideology. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make my country better as a whole, my society, my community better as a whole. And for those people who's masquerading as patriots, only wanted to look one way. America will only be correct and everything that they dream, loved, and masturbated on if it looks like the way they want it to look like. Anything other than that is a glitch in the matrix. You feel me? Keep going. Yeah, no, that's what and that's what they want. That's why they 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 so you know shift with the wind when it was like blue lives matter when you know realistically that was only just a, a you know to contradict the fact that Black Lives Matter had a movement. It wasn't right. ever about blue lives because all of these right-wing extremist groups and left-wing extremist groups, for that matter, they never really rock with the police like that, no way. Nah. You know what I mean? True true backyard hillbilly cats don't even rock with the police, don't even rock with government, none of that. Leave us alone, do you. We're going to be over here chill. That's why you form a militia. 
Yeah, because yeah, because you're anti-government. You're, exactly. you're, you know, what I mean? and then you get the other side of that. You know that that's fascism, and then you have the Antifa cats who, who are anti-fascists. Right. Others, the other extreme of that, and so when 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 the system said, "Hey, you can't just walk up in here and break these windows out and, and, and kidnap people and, and and run up run Russia out up in this Capitol building like that," what do you mean? The, what the first thing they did, they turned on them jokers. We had your back. We had your back against those Black Lives Matter people. Now it's it's fuck you. Now they're upset because it's like, well, you, you didn't let me do what I want to do. What are you? I'm appalled, you know? <laughs> I want to challenge the people to like, let's lose some of these labels. They label everything. I was thinking about this today. Remember when dieting was just the diet? Now you got keto. Now you got all these, these cute names and stuff. It's like, you got the water. Like, it's almost like you're being pit against these. Oh, you do actors? I do keto, so we can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Like, everything is done to separate us. Everything, everything. All these titles you pushing yourself further and further, further away from the from the center line, the, the the natural meeting point, because you keep putting all these titles on yourself. And like, nope. in the end of the day, none of them mean anything, because you got to follow your heart. Mm. What does your heart tell you? Your head gonna tell you different, something different. What does your heart tell you? Yep. And and, and politicians they prey on that. They prey. On those divisions, those tribal politics, those identity politics, man, because, you know, if, if we're together, then we're going to ask for shit, right? If the constituents of, of whatever, Kentucky, got right. their shit together, and Mitch McConnell know that they're going to ask him for some shit. They're going to say, where them receipts right. at, Playboy? But they, but if I keep them separated, then all I got to do is cater to a particular yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah then, I'm, then I'm good to go, man. Hey, don't look at me. Don't look at me up here getting money. Look at them. They exactly. want entitlements, <laughs> you know? That's what the they game want is. To make their neighborhoods look better. Yeah. What about yeah. your neighborhood? Yeah, what about your neighborhood? You don't have because they want. You know what I mean? Right, right. That, that's, that, that's the game right now, man. That shit up there going on right now that you're seeing across the country, man, it, that's what it's about. It's about, oh, well, America doesn't look like I wanted to look because of these people. It's no, America don't look like the way you want to look like because you're not contributing. You spend more time trying to divide and try to make it look like what you want to look when you know, America at its inception has always been a melting pot. It's saying, bring your pool, your huddle, your huddle masses. It, you know what I mean? It, that's what America is. And, you know, despite the her founding and, and, and all of the rape, murder, uh, pillaging, slavery, everything that's built this country up, America has to, you, even you get past Jim Crow, you get past all of this civil rights movement, then you start getting into this more progressive ideology and people starting to look like, hey, man, these are people. You know, my, 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 I was raised kind of jacked up. You know, I mean, this, I know, I know a black guy. He's all right. You know, what right. I mean? <laughs> you know, my, my grandchildren are black, you know, and they get into that mode. And so the people who hadn't got to that point yet, you know, it's, it's a scary situation for them. You know what I'm saying? And like I said many, many episodes ago, you're afraid of me because I didn't grow up in your neighborhood. You had no exposure to me or my, right. my, you know what I'm saying? Because of redlining, I couldn't cross over two blocks into your neighborhood. I had to go two blocks the other way. Mm. I was always there though. Right. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was always close. I was always close. You just didn't see I me. I was bro. always close. But you hear it when people talk about the 60s and the 70s all the time, like, oh, they had their club and stuff that they used to go to, and then we had our club over here that we used to Yeah. Go. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It was all good back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But now that there's more integration, because your daughter might try to date my son, or, you know what I'm saying, something like that, and it's like, wait, wait, wait. What are you doing? That's not what you were raised on. Yeah, I ain't, who taught you that? Right. Well, instead of being enlightened and saying, well, let me examine the situation from a new set of eyes. Mm -hmm. And I was only following what I was taught. So let me examine it from a new set of eyes. I'm going to follow what I, what I was taught, what I believe in. Right. And you can't date me. You know what I'm saying? Could be the best guy in the world. (laughs) It happened on the black side too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I heard if she can't use your comb, don't bring it home. 
<laughs> what? My hair ain't never been long enough for a comb. So like, ain't, ain't what you talking about? <laughs> so like, you know, she like dead in my life. Yeah. You use your phone, don't bring her home. Man, yeah, I heard that. So it's like <laughs> both sides have to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. There's, there's no, there's plenty of blame to go around, man. I had a conversation with a coworker today, and he was talking about, you know, he joined the army back in the in the uh, early '70s or what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about, you know, he grew up in a in a in a mixed neighborhood, so it was like it was nothing to him. He said, right. but you know, he met guys in, in basic and 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 you know when he first joined the army, they never, you know, oh look at those black guys because they've never been around a black person. They from like the hills of Kentucky or what have you. Right. He's like he don't understand. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? People are people, dude. And, and I, shit, take it from me. I'm from rural Alabama. Like, come on, I'm from like down in there, and you know what? It was always unity being taught in us as Americans, as in togetherness, that everybody's the same. I, you know, I can proudly say that I didn't see, or not say I didn't see because it was some racist mugs down the street, but I didn't I didn't have to, I wasn't taught division. You know what I mean? Right. Because that because nobody is is born hating like that. You know, you're taught to do that. Your people tell you, oh, don't trust them, then you start to get this. I'm better than them superiority complex to say you're better than somebody. Right. And that's reality. You probably living living worst off. You know what I mean? The fear right now is that look at those people. I get I keep going back to those people. You had CEOs, doctors, lawyers, teachers, cops, military personnel, paramedics. Yeah, all these guys up in that crowd, man. I'm like, so obviously just naming that stuff, that, that demographic alone. You're not there talking about, well, I want Trump to be in charge because of the economy, because you're doing pretty good. Right. <laughs> like there's a you have those individuals who truly believe him and say, Well, he's great for the economy, and I think the economy is gonna, you know, take a landslide, you know, because of this guy. But the economy was already trending upward to begin with. So it was already coming around before this guy even take took over. You know what I mean? So that argument falls flat on his face. So yeah, what tell, he what tell me, in his first two months, and we both know that he yeah, had in his first. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And so that what that tells me, right, is that the fear is, is that other people are doing well, and that makes you, that scares you, because if the other people are doing well, the, the 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 people of color and the people who come from different countries that come to America and become naturalized citizens, if they start to do well, then somehow that is going to take away from your power. Or your dominion over them. You see what I'm saying? It's not as, as exclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's we just let anybody in the country now. We've always done that. What the fuck are you talking about, B? Like, come on. It's always been the case, bro. In actuality, man, and, and if people want this country to be great, then be more accepting. You know, start again, stop with the labels, stop with the division. You know, be an individual, be creative, be smart, be talented, and again, validate your greatness every opportunity that you get. That's how you make America sound. You go forward and you do great things. You know what I mean? Like I said, challenge yourself to talk to somebody that you would not normally talk to. You see him and you're like, oh, nothing in common with that mofo. That's the person you need to have a conversation with. <laughs> I mean, not, not really right now, because you shouldn't be within too close to people, but you know what I'm saying? Unless you vaccinated like that dude over there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> in but, the future, in the future. Nah, but you, you right, man. And I do it all the time. I, I see a cat. I like. I know this cat don't lie. Like you just like. I, I live in mid mode, bro. It's it's yeah. pretty racism to go around. And I I be going in the lows. Like oh, I see him coming. Hey, good morning. Exactly. And I get that. Mm. Exactly. Like, hey, good morning. Oh, morning. And so I just said it twice because I know you heard me the first time, but I just want to let you know that I, that's a you problem, buddy. Yeah, it was yeah. spinning in your head yeah. like yeah, that's a you problem. That ain't, ain't yeah. that wrong with me? I'm a, I'm doing a neighborly thing, man. You know, I'm reaching out. That's so, it. Yeah, so I'm not gonna let you steal my joy, bro. You can't live in my head rent free like that. You gotta oh, you gotta pay rent. You want to come up here, dog? What happens if you, that guy doesn't say anything to you? He leaves loads before you do. Gets in a really bad car accident. You're the only one to see it. And you're like, oh, he ain't speaking to me. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. people think like that. People yeah, people think like that. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I, you've lost your life because of 
just being stubborn. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna sit there and suffer with hate in your heart. Like, you know what I mean? When you could have been just like, I, I mean, I never do that. I go say the motherfucker. That's our nature. Honey, I almost died today, but I was slain by a black man. <laughs> I wish you know? <laughs> I wish he would have just let me die. <laughs> that nigga put his hands on me and saved my life. Oh my goodness. Like, nah, brother, come and get this love, man. God told me to come over here and get you, homie. Yeah, let's go. Embrace it, man. I think, honestly, bro, I, I think um, despite everything that's going on, man, um, we're going to be all right, bro. We're going to be all right. And, and, and in terms of, uh, you know, talking about what we were talking about at the beginning, starting the show, is like validating the greatness, man. I hope that uh, somebody listening to this pod needed to hear that. You know what I mean? And, and I hope that it resonates with them. And I hope that 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 uh, that gratitude and that that you are usefulness, right, uh, out of those words, man, gravitates right. to them because a lot of people are going through a lot of shit right now. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what we need, bro. We need to use these airways for good, man, and, and, and put that that positive mojo out there, man. You know. <laughs> That's why I love last week's show. I thought I felt that we did that. I felt that we contributed, you know, just just to the positiveness and going to the universe, man, putting that good karma out there and yeah. letting people know it's okay. It's okay to shine, man. And when you hurt, it's okay to hurt. But know that you can go to somebody and get that help, man. You know what I mean? Whether it be a stranger, you never know. The stranger might be the one that turned into his best friend for the rest of your time on this earth, man. You never know. You'll be surprised how many people, strangers, come to me and, like, Basically, what you would think is oversharing. Like they come, mm. in, oh man, like don't want to go through this and go through that. It's like, man, what mm. made God put me in their path to hear that story? Like you today, know I, mean? I think about that. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real talk. And sometimes you have something to say, and sometimes you don't. It's like sometimes people just need to hear. That's it. It ain't, it ain't meant for you to respond all the time. Yeah, they're they're more comfortable with you because you're a stranger. Yeah, they'll never have to have a repeat of this conversation with you because they'll never see you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so sometimes it's just easier that way. No, absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes people just need that. <sighs> I had to get it off my chest moment. All right. And there's 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 so much tension built up that you have plenty of those people. Fuck, I have those moments, man. Yeah. I have those moments. I'm just like, oh my god, like. Somebody, anybody, just call me right now. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> just Why call me right now. I, I would call you, but I only know who to call. Just whoever got got for me to talk to about to call me, and sure enough, my phone will ring. You know what I mean? Just call and me. Be like that, brother. That's that's beautiful, man. I messed up with this girl one time. I had just moved mm-hmm. up Washington State. You know what I'm saying? I just moved over there. It was a girl from but, where your wife at? Don't be talking too loud. She at work. That's why you talking to <laughs> I hadn't talked to her probably since I was like 16. Mm. And I was 20, like 27 at the time. Okay. And I was just going through a lot that I didn't talk to anybody about. And she was messing around. I went over her mom and dad house to just see how they were doing. Because, I, you know, we grew up in the same neighborhood, so I always went by to see how they were doing. And they were like, they kept mentioning her. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, li- I'm listening. I call her and she say, how are you doing? And that's all I need to hear. I let out every fucking thing. Like, And we, we never talked again after that. And I felt bad because, like, I know she didn't understand, like, why is this dude, like, doing all this venting to her? You know, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that was the reason because I, the, 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 whatever, the, the valve was full and mm-hmm. it needed to be released. And if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you a straight answer. And that's, that's exactly what happened. She gave me, a, she, she opened the door and I just. Let her get it. Just let, yeah, it, get let it get it. All. And that's cool, man. And, and, and people do that to me. I don't know. I just got one of them faces, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got one of the vibes. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. And that's cool. That's cool. And then you know, and, and then even if you're if you're that ear or that crutch for for so many people, you have to have your outlet as well. You got to go somewhere because exactly. you know, because real talk, man. Like 2021 got to be that. It got to be positive vibes only, man. Yep. Like I mean, people gonna hit you with some negativity. I get it. You know what I mean. But you gotta internalize that shit and, and try to squeeze the positive, that silver lining out of it, man. Because 
you aware that energy, bro. You, like most guests that's walking around this world and walking around this community, they're tired and they're not, they're not even physically tired. They're just emotionally drained because they're carrying baggage. Like you got people who can't, like, I want to lose weight, I can't, I want to lose weight, but you're going to lose that mental weight first before you lose that physical weight, dog. Like you got to you didn't get your, your head space in the right space to be consistent, to have discipline and things of that nature, dog. I think the people that attack the Capitol kind of like that. Mm. They have things that they're worried about. Yeah. Voicing it to anybody. We know we know they were. <laughs> not they not they not voicing it to anybody that won't gaslight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know they need to talk to somebody that's more discerning. Yeah. And be like, hey, well, have you thought about this? Or somebody can just listen, because you saying it, as you saying it, you listening to yourself. Yeah, like. So like you're catching yourself and being like, did I really just say that? Like, <laughs> is that really the way I think? Like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll make you question yourself. So it's like, sometimes if you're not around people that's going to gaslight what you think, it just, it's better for you. Bro, case in point, you are 100%. My job is an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Like, I come in in the morning, and I love these guys. They're amazing. Some of the smartest gentlemen vets I've ever seen. But it takes one to say something. Like the water cooler talk when you first come in, everybody not working yet. Everybody's kind of around. Let some at Trump comes up and it's echo chamber. Or it can be Republicans, echo chamber. Everybody sound the same. And me, I walk in and, you know, sometimes even if I agree, yeah, you always think about the other side. I, I play devil's advocate. Like, like today we got on a uh, 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 minimum wage. Oh, they can't raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, and bruh, it's like you know you're in cubicles, and then it's like the little gophers, the little groundhogs' heads mm-hmm. pop up. Maybe they, man, they can't do that shit. Everything else, you know, the head just popping up, just you know chiming in, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? They can't do it. It's already been done. Yeah. You, you, you hear everything else? I said inflation been going up for years. What do you mean you can't do it? The wages have never kept up with inflation. What do you mean? And even if you did it at fifteen dollars, it still won't even keep up with the, the, the percentage in the rate of inflation. I said, do you I'm hear horror stories? I said, look at those states like Washington State and New York who already did it. Are you hearing horror stories about them that saying, can't nobody afford shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they should make more than the guy changing my oil in my car. I said, what are you talking about? I said, you can take public transportation somewhere if, you're, if your oil isn't changed or you can walk or catch a bike. I said, but where are you going to go if you can't eat? <laughs> so that McDonald's guy, in my opinion, it's just as important. I said, you know, that that was an essential business. You know, restaurant was an essential business during this whole COVID crisis. So what do you mean that person shouldn't make $15 an hour when they're coming in every day, feeding people during a pandemic? Like, come on. And why don't they understand the fact that, okay, minimum wage goes up. Now, when it's time for me to get my raise, we need to talk, boss. I was $8 above minimum wage before. Can we negotiate that four? Can I get four more out? Four can more down. Can I get something? Can I? Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's, there's a domino effect on it, and they know they knew that when they did it. But but it, it was that it was that, you know, that talking head lip service. That you know you you hear it on Fox News and it starts to get every idea is a good idea when it comes from you know when. Yeah, yeah. It was it was that joint, and so. And I just play devil's advocate just to say, hey, man, look at this from a different point of view. You can't just say, well, that's it. That's the end all be all because I agree with it. No, like if you surrounding, if if your Wakanda is full of people that agree with you and look like you and talk like you, you ain't learning shit. In your neighborhood. Yeah, you ain't learning anything, man. You got to have that, that. That's the importance of diversity, right? That's the importance of diversity. Somebody who had a different experience in life, they're coming up, that's contributing to your team, to your to your community, there's a different point of view about things, man. That's how, that's why how how vital it is. Yeah, I mean because you see it all the time, whether it be in Hollywood, you'll see like a black show with a room full of white writers, and you be like, eh, they off base there, or who did they did they not ask somebody not to put this guy in blackface, like right. you know what I mean and stuff like that because everybody in the room shook their head north and south. We agree this would be funny, you know what I mean. That's what happens when you don't have. Diversity in the room. Representation. You know? Yeah, that's why shit crucial, and that, <laughs> that's one of my interview courses. Every time I apply for a job or something, man, is you know how important is diversity? You ask me, is everything, right? 
You know what I mean? You can have a team full of yes men, or you can have a team that got a, somebody on the team, or hopefully more than one person on that team, and that black person on your team should not be the diversity inclusion officer. <laughs> oh. Why do they do that? I don't. I see that's where I go. We're going through the most. We have the most experience, and not every black person has the same experience. Yeah, I'm not the person with the diversity issues, bro. Y'all need to go ahead. <laughs> and, and at this point, like, at, though ours has been ongoing, they're separated Mexican people and their kids. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know how deep that is? Bro, that's a stain. That's, a, that, that's perhaps to me, one of the one of the biggest black eyes on America, even even probably more so than the Capitol, man. Oh, definitely more so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, p- people here in this pod would probably disagree, but bro, that's a that's that is a self inflicted wound, in in every measure, in every single measure, man. You you just and you did it, and I say you. I'm talking about we America because the government we allowed this to happen. Or, or, or not all of us, but but you know you get it. We all get lumped in the same thing anyway. And we're enablers. And we're enablers, right? Especially you know you got people down there anyway. But we're looking at this thing. We allowed this to happen to the point where it wasn't for national security reasons. It was to be a deterrent for coming to America. Yep. A deterrent. If you come here, we're gonna take your kids away from you. Shit, you don't want to take care of the kids that's already here, bro. What are you what are you doing? And then you can you then you you deport the parents, you keep the kids, and you can't even find these people to get their kids back. Come on, bro. And how about we not doing that to anybody who arrives on the plane? No. You want you want a textbook example on how to create a terrorist? There it is. How about there are border and country? We can start a war. <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if there's examples of shit not to do, that's right. I'm 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 painfully optimistic, man, with this new administration because you you can you can cut hit, split hairs on, on on Joe Biden all day long, but I can you know the man uh, is at the point in his life where I can tell he has he has a sense about him that he's going to be a politician. Don't get me wrong, he's going he's going politic, right? But genuinely, the guy seems like he gives a shit about the human experience, and I couldn't say that. Uh, about the previous administration. Uh, there's, there's nothing shape, form, fashion gave me anything that said, hey, this guy gives a shit about black people, this guy gives a shit about minorities. I never got that from President Trump, ever. I never got that from him. I never got that from none of his followers. You never I, got the feeling that he cared about poor white people. Yeah, I didn't fuck. <laughs> and Doom was his biggest, one of his biggest Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's like, yo, you know he not like Dave Chappelle said, you know he not talking to you, right? He's not shaking talking to me. He's none of that. Yeah. He's like, I'm rich. He's talking to me. He ain't talking to you. Like, come on. But I, I, I honestly sense that. And I'm going to get me wrong. This dude going to have to come in next week when he taking charge on Wednesday. He's going to have to fucking, you know, chew bubblegum and walk at the same time. It's not going to be a layup. But I, he already sounds presidential. He already putting a rollout plan out there. Even if he just did... In some most instances, the opposite of what the other guy did. I think he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be repealing a lot of stuff. I think he's coming into the presidency with more expectations than any other president. Agreed. Maybe, maybe not George Washington, because I don't know how people feel about George being the first. You know what I mean? Well, but, I mean, shit. Yeah. This, this, this got the stake, the same stakes as, in my opinion, it has the same stakes. As when Barack Obama became president, and more to me, it got more. Yeah, I, I, I could. One, he was there with Obama. Yeah. For two, he's taught a good game, but he has things in his past where the '94 crack bill and the 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 Breakfast Club, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. You know, kind of bullshit, and it's like, all right. Well, you ain't president if you don't handle what the fuck we actually to handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you, you know what, what? What's the beauty in that? And and and, and I, I, I'm never a fucking apologist, right? For no fucking body. I don't give a fuck. That's a grown man. But right. and, and saying all of that, you know, people. And I got a buddy. He loves every time Biden comes up, he brings up the crime bill. And I say, hey, bro, you acting like he's the only motherfucker that signed that shit. Yeah. You had an entire congressional black caucus that signed that shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they okay that. Like don't. So when you spread that shit, like like to my homeboy, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, Yo, you got you got to spread that. They got to spread the mustard on that sandwich evenly, bro. Because but, it, it, it was it wasn't a Joe Biden crime bill. You know what I mean? I I think I think we're doing that though. Because anytime anybody that comes up that signed that crime bill, they're getting called out for it. Now a lot of people don't fade it to the back, so we you know they'll never be yeah. judged for it. You know what I'm saying? But the people that we see that come back to the public eye that signed it, we're calling them out for it. But time and time again, we have seen a, a policy that has gone awry. You can look at NAFTA. NAFTA was you know was was formulated with great intention. It had adverse effects on, on, on particular jobs, industries, and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, you can do that with potentially almost every single policy that people rolled out. But when it comes to, let's say, something like that, I, I think that we have to be mindful in, in um, what, the, what the intent was. You know what I mean? And, I, and I, again, I'm not being an apologist, but we have to be mindful of the intent. If, if you got <clears throat> drugs, crime, and all this other crazy stuff running rampant in the 90s, right? And then you have all of these people who getting calls from their constituents that live in these ghettos, that live in these communities, that y'all better do something, y'all better do something, y'all better do something. And then fucking, they just, hey, throw this together and start, lock everybody the fuck up. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it was... It was a self-fulfilling prophecy when it came to the crime bill, in my opinion, because you had you something had to be done, but that that wasn't necessarily had to be the crime bill to make it happen. I think that you on the on its face, they probably say, well, if we do this, you know, three strikes, we can do all this shit, we can just put people away, so on and so forth, right? And then you can make some money on off our profit prisons while you're at it. But, you know, that's it probably came forward with good intentions in terms of. I'm getting pressure out of my community to do something. And then when it actually went into effect, you know, they're looking at, though, we ripping, ripping apart families, we're ripping apart generations. We're, we're, we had to provide more entitlements because we're doing that because mama got to go to work and these babies at home by themselves. You know what I mean? So all of that, all of that comes into play when, when we talk about these policies and how they affected black and brown people. And I mean, the shit's still going on today. I mean, it's not just the policy itself that that fucked everything up. It was the system itself. You know what I mean? America has a a huge disparity when it comes to distributing justice equally uh, across America. Right? The the two justice systems, or what have you. Yeah, that's always. I'm saying it's always done that. It it, it didn't take a '94 crime bill. Let's say if, if you black and do a crime, your ass is probably going up the river. You know what I mean? For on some simple shit. I got my younger, my little brother right now locked up, been locked up three months in Chicago, still ain't never been charged with shit. Been in jail three fucking months. Still have yet to be charged with a fucking crime. Oh, he crazy. Facts. That's great. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like, yo, I'm pops, call the lawyer back. How is this possible? Oh, but they're gonna get to it. You know what they do every time they come, every, every, every once a month. At the end of each month, they call forward and say, hey, uh, hey, your honor, the prosecution isn't ready. Can we get a continuance? Another 30 days. Another 30 days. They did that for three months straight already. Little brother, straight up, bro. And, but that's the that's the shit. Like, what about that? That Oh, you know, because of COVID. Like, no. Nah, you said, yeah. I, I'm guaranteed a, a fair and speedy trial, right? Where my shit at? <laughs> Matter of fact, I have to get charged with something in order to get the fucking trial. Yeah, you can't set a trial date if you don't have charges. Charge me. Well, let me go. You can't set bail if you can't if you don't have charges. Charge me or let me go, bro. They did that same thing with, uh, what's that young brother in New York? Browder. This is like, he was accused of stealing a backpack. They had three years up in, uh, in Rockers, Rockers uh, what's that, Rikers Island? Did three years, never was charged with a crime, didn't let him go. He get out and killed himself because he couldn't, he was a young man when he went out. Dudes fought him, raped him, did all kind of crazy shit to him, and then let him out, he killed himself. You know what I mean? I just, so let me ask you a question. Uh huh. If your younger son come to your old come to you and say your older son punched him in the face, hold on, back that up. You said who did what? If your younger son comes to you and says your older son punched him in the face, you're gonna say what did you do? 
to make him punch you in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like what happened prior to you punching him in the face? Prior to him punching you in the face. I do need to pull a story, but my kids, he probably just did it just a bit big. <laughs> because no, what I'm saying is you're gonna get the background. So, like with the 94 prime bill, yes, that might have been a deterrent to what what was going on, but what was a deterrent to fix the root cause of what was going on? They the system where was where was that legislation? That's what I'm talking about. But exactly though, that's that goes back to my point. They 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 they, they went to fix an ill. Uh, but not, they went to fix a, a symptom, but not the cause, right? The, the symptom of that, the symptom was the crime, the drug use, the breaking and entering, and all the stuff that you had going on around the country during that time frame, right? But what was the actual, what was the cause, right? If, if I got a cold and I'm just treating my sniffles, but I, I never take care of what gave me the cold in the beginning with, I had a dirty doorknob in my house, or whatever the case is, I'm gonna continue to go back and get codes. I'm every time I touch the door now, I'm gonna get another code. I'm gonna get another code. So when we talk about exactly what you're talking about, you're talking about, you know, whether it's a lack of resources that caused people to go out and rob, steal, kill, shield, and do all this other crazy shit, a lack of education that caused people to do all, all that crazy shit. Uh, it, you can go a number of things where the system has failed people of color in the ghettos and around the country as a whole that 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 led up to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the case of point everywhere. That's why you, there ain't no crime in Beverly Hills because the mugs at work, they got money. My, th my thing is, you can look at the budgets for the previous 10 to 20 years, and you'll mm -hmm. know where the holes are. You're going to know where the holes are. You're going to know where holes need to be plugged. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's no excuse to me. That's oh, why I say you're walking in with so much expectation. Like, mm. there's no excuse. Bro, there's, there's there's never an excuse. There's never an excuse to. Uh, it goes back to, and I had this conversation in the work the other day. I was like, the system is designed to have haves and have nots. Right. And, and, and that's where we find ourselves whenever we talk about a lack of resources in a certain community, a lack of programs, or what have you, because you have to generate those have nots. And if I if I if I don't give you this and the third. A smaller percentage of you gonna make it. Right. You, you could see that. You could see that because, right. but the vast majority of you, you're you're going to be participants in that 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 uh, that Thirteenth Amendment because I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm gonna put you into that prison system, right? Yeah. I'm gonna put you into that 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 the other labor force. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and that's what they're banking on, bro. They're banking on that shit. But I, I'm again painfully optimistic because. When I look across the landscape, yet again, even in my small town, I, I see the community doing shit. I see them doing shit that they didn't even do when I was a kid. I'm like, yo, respect. You know what I mean? Whether it's, it's lunch programs, whether it's giving out backpack bikes, whatever the fuck the case is, like these communities, these organizations are coming together to help save the youth, to help stave off some of that, to just, even if it gives them a fraction of a chance, a fraction of an opportunity to, to not perpetuate that cycle, then it's beautiful. And they, you got to go for it and you got to stay committed and you got to do it. What's that, brother? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said it's a chance to see something different. That's it, bro. That's it. I don't give a fuck. You take a take a 15 passenger van of uh, and just go do, just go see a college, go see a different neighborhood, go see a different community. And like, oh, we ain't got oh, that orange there. picking. You know what I'm saying? Take them to an orange field and just go orange picking. Just Man. get them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Man, me and my wife had this conversation the other day, right? You're going to trip out. So we were talking about the, the, the what's that, the mega millions? It's like mm -hmm. 600 some million dollars from my shit. And we were talking about, you know, if we won it, what would you do? What would you do? And I was like, that's easy for me. I'm going to, like, straight up, I'm setting up shop. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm setting up shop, and, it, it, you know, this, this community is going to have everything in it. You, you talk about teaching trades, you know, coding, what have you, getting people back in the workforce, getting them educated and, and, and making people pillars of society all over again because every community, not every community, but the vast majority of communities that are, that are suffering, you're looking at resources, man. Yeah. Looking at resources. All redlining, like you say, you know, we're looking well, at Even then, it's resources too because... Yeah. 
If you if you're redlining, you're also controlling what business. You controlling what goes where. Yeah, exactly. What 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 ambulance? What what hell? You controlling when when the trash get picked up? How how we live two blocks apart, but the ambulance ambulance can get to your house in five minutes, and it take thirty minutes to get to my house. Still then, and that's by like design. That. But yeah. guess what? If, if 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 I'm providing an opportunity, right? And and I'm fuck that. I'm you know, I'm creating my own EMTs. Right, you know what I mean. We training them, we putting them through the process, and we certifying them. That's beauty. Uh, you know, you IT cat. I'm certifying these IT cats. I'm putting them into this yeah. tech space. I'm doing plumbers. Exactly. I'm doing refrigerator repair dudes, welders, electricians. Talk about a whole nine. Straight out of high school. Straight out. Of, hell, why are you still in high school? Exactly. Why are you still in? Man, matter of fact, uh, another matter coworker fact. talking today. His son is gonna be a. Uh, uh, he going through a nursing program. At the high school here, I'm like, damn, they got a nursing program? Like, straight up. Why not leave, why not the certification for that uh, job be part of your graduation degree program? Bro. You graduate with a degree and, and a certificate in nursing, certificate in coding, you know what I'm saying, cybersecurity, whatever it needs. You, you graduate with that. But higher education be coming for you, dog. <laughs> but but if you if you want to be a doctor, you still got to go to school. Yeah. If you want to finish getting your complete nursing degree, you still got to go to school. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not it's not eliminating every need for college, but it's taking some of these smaller things and putting people in place. Because what? Why am I going to college when I can get a degree in six months? Like, make, why can't you just include that in my high school? Yeah. <laughs> I can do this six months and, and make $90,000 when I graduate. <laughs> why do I need to take four history classes to, to graduate high school? Bruh. Right. When was the last time you used American history, some of you learned in a textbook, <laughs> in your everyday life? Man. that You know what's so hard? Because my son is doing, like, he's taking history right now in school, like seventh grade. Right. And he's like, Dad, I'm like, brother's history. It happened before. You know, learn it, blah, blah, blah. But in my, back in my head, I'm like, man, you'll never use this shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would use part of that money to try to reform, let's say, in the county I lived in, public schools. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then once I got it changed in my county, then you expand out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, because yeah, I'm the, sorry. Books, the, books, the books need to be redone. You know what I'm saying? The curriculum needs to be redone. But that's the same thing with college. Like, you, you got so many people graduating with degrees they could never use in 2020. Yeah. 2021. Like, so I've just spent 90 grand and I'm working minimum wage at some job because I can't get a, a job in my degree. Yep. Barely making it, man. You got all that college debt. Yes. And you got a liberal arts degree. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? What can you turn that stuff into? It's got to be more tangible. Bro, that, I went into IT because as long as you're willing to go to school, you're going to always be able to move up in IT. Yeah. Because there's always new stuff. Back when I started, nobody really talked about cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And now go to a company and see if that ain't one of the top in their top five of things they need to handle us. No, the Sorry. Army has an entire division exactly. dedicated to cybersecurity. Like, exactly. straight up. And that's the beauty of it, man. Like, I think that's what I would do. I would create those uh, those, those, those technical institutions, man, those those hard right. skills. I mean, because, fuck it, there's a plumber that works at the fucking White House, bro. Like, <laughs> let's just it, be real. Like, shit like that is everywhere. Another thing is, if the if the if the school system didn't take grasp of what I was saying, and if they didn't like the programs I was bringing to them, I would make it an after school program. Yeah, because you don't need their buy in for that. I will pay for the buses and vans to pick the kids up and bring them to this after school program and take them home when we're done. Yeah, that's you it. Man. With with, with six hundred million, you can do that, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you can do it with <laughs> less than a million. You just gotta yeah, you gotta know the right people. I'm I mean, with six hundred million, I could buy a brand new bus, but yeah. with less than a million, I just buy used buses. Bro, again, 
we one of the schools we have is a mechanic school. Guess who's gonna fix all the buses? The people in the mechanic school. There you go, man. Like, <laughs> hey, and that thing keep rolling, man. Exactly. You can, you can put them out there. They can create their own thing. They can create their own. Whether you creating diesel mechanics, whatever, you can put anyway. them out there. They can do, or they can come back and, and still be teachers. You know, they can be instructors now. You yep. know what I mean, or what have you, man. So, yeah. Guess what else? I'm gonna need somebody to paint the bus. All that you got an auto body shop. Exactly. You got all that, bro. And you can, you can. You, these things can be done. You know, people think that you got to go above and beyond, do all this crazy. No, I'm telling you, man. Like, shout out to the homie, and I shouted him out before on YouTube, man. The boy. I mean, this is, you know, we ain't getting paid for this shit, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but check out the homie. No, nah, check it though. The homie JT hustles because. The, 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 the tender reality show is meant to give people game, right? And so, check out the homie JT Hustles, man. That dude, he be on YouTube telling people how to get there and get it. Like, and, and then he's, he's he's bringing in people who are successful, currently successful at it, and and they're telling you, hey, this is what I, this is how I started. This is what you need to do. This is your potential income on a daily, weekly, whatever, monthly, yearly basis. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's resources out there, and I mean, people are. You know, they're, they're, they're looking at his stuff, but he's talking about whether it's creating an app, he's talking about real estate, he's talking about trucking, he's talking about, you know, all these different hard skills, or in some cases, soft skills that you can have in order to, to change your situation, bro. You know what I mean? You don't have to just sit there and wait. I had a conversation with a young soldiers in my class this week, and he's like, I'm about to get out, sir. I'm about to get out. I'm like, and do what, man? I said, like, you, you already got a degree or something? E4 cat. Nah, I'm gonna go to school. I said, bro. I said, I'll tell you that right here and hit the tune songs right there. I was like, yo, real talk, man. If you talking about getting out the army to go to school, you already lost. Yeah, you're in the wrong mind frame. You're in the wrong mind frame. He's like, well, I said, bro, this is the conversation your leadership should have had with you already. I said, the fact of the matter is, why don't you take this 100% tuition assistance while you're Thank active you. duty and when you walk out the door, you already marketable. Yeah. Why, why wait an additional two or three, four years to become marketable? I said, because nobody give a fuck that you serve, bro. I don't nobody care about it. People that say- That might get you a drink in the bar, that's it. Yeah, that might get you a, that's all. Oh, you served the 101st, beer's on me, guy. Like, that's about as far as that shit go. Yeah. People don't give a fuck about that shit. They say thank, thanks to the troops and, you know, support our troops because it sounds great. I get it. But, I told the young man, I said, bro, your best bet is to do it at least another three years. Get that degree while you're in. And when you walk at the door, you walk it into the job because now you got service and you got that higher education experience, that formal education that a yeah, lot of these kids are looking switch at. your MOS to whatever job you want. Thank you. Don't just be getting out for the sake of getting out. You, you, you hustle backwards. Because I was supposed to get out when I left Korea. And I was like, mm. yo, if y'all don't give me IT, the job I can't, because I came in the military to get that. Mm. And they closed it because they were like, we got too many people doing that job. So I went another route. But I was like, if y'all can't give me IT, the conversation over. Boom. I like, you can send me anywhere in the country. I don't care. But I need to be working in the IT field. See what I'm saying? Way to start getting the credentials up, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, man. And Cassie was out here just wasting time. I'm like, why are you wasting your time, my G? He like, man, I didn't think about that. I said, you should have been thinking about that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago, Generation X, we're the bridge. We're the support of the bridge. Yeah. If we're not willing to mentor these younger people, then we're wasting our time and their time. We're wasting time, money. We, we, we've grown up with so many different experiences and so many different avenues share your experience with these cats mm. now I know you can only talk about what you live through but at least at least give them that side of it yeah I know I know I know our generation we have cats like me and you we got friends that are still in and it's like hey I got a boy that's about to retire he called me he was like he was like hey man I'm about to get out what did I do I say you gotta drop acronyms get acronyms out of your mind cause like the real world don't don't talk in acronym you know what I'm saying? Like straight up. You gotta speak you the language. Now you have to change the way you talk to your coworkers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like unless you go unless you go GS. You go GS. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
That was a big struggle for me. I was like, get your degree while you're in there. I was like, figure out where you want to live, because that's another problem. People get out and they're like, well, I don't want to go back home. Where am I going? It's like, Nick, you got your walking papers in your hand. What you mean you don't know where you're going? Yeah, the freedom papers. You figure that out? Right. I told them, take care of anything health, health related before yeah. you get out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that way you walking into your money instead of waiting eight eight months to a year. Because they don't understand how long that process is once you get bro, out. That thing hit different when you wait. <laughs> right. You're waiting, boy. You be, ooh, with my paper head. That anxiety yeah. that you that, that you're gonna have enough of that just for the fact of waking up one day and realizing you ain't gotta be nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, a, it's such a dramatic life change. Yeah. To wake up at five o'clock and like, I can go back to sleep for another hour. <laughs> I think that's the beauty of like just working where I work before and where I work now. It's just like, man, the, the, the purpose is different. Like I, when I go in, I, I feel different when I get up at 530 and I'm like, what are you at though? Let's like, you know what I mean? Like I'm in that mode now. It was kind of good though, that you did experience that other job because yeah. you got to see civil, true civilian life. Yeah. Yeah, and like how they Later. think, and you be like, "Why are they thinking like that? Like, what? This is not efficient." And it's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? This is just the way it is, Bruh, Facts. And you know, tread right. lightly with certain people. I got that early on too. When I sit there and I'm having a conversation, and I'm like the only soldier in the room, the only vet in the room, and it's like they don't get it, you know. And I'm just right. like, and it, like I'm listening to the head guy, and I'm just like, my man. I got E4s that do that right now. I got, <laughs> like, what are you talking right. about? You, you in charge? I get an E5 right here right now, run this whole joint, man. What are you talking about right now? Yeah. Because, you know, vets are just built different like that. And we don't realize it until we get out and see something different. Because when you in, everybody, well, for the most part, you got your shit bags or whatever. Right. For the most part, everybody's getting down like you getting down. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it just feel different, man. Yeah, bro. It's, hey, that's what it do, man. I like this episode, bro. I like this episode. Just, I, I like I like the flow of it. I like we we, we got that positivity in early, man. That positive reinforcement in early. Then we just kind of start talking about other shit. But then we back. We we back giving you good wholesome information, ladies and gentlemen. The Tension Reality Show again. The show has never been scripted. We get on the mic, man. We just bless you with our thoughts, man, and uh, our Tension Realities, if it were, man. Just try to. Hopefully uplift some, piss off others, and just entertain the rest, I guess. You know what I mean? That's just what the game is. Get at us at Tent Reality Show, baby. At Tent Reality Show at gmail.com. What you got, Rio? You like it, you love it, you hate it, then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that, man. Oh man, I forgot to hey, on, the, on the closing note, I forgot to tell you, I got I got the uh the vaccine joint, man, the other day. Did you get yeah, yeah, man, I got uh, I got the, I got, well, I got the first shot. I got the first shot and shit. The nanites. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't grown any uh, additional eyeballs or anything else yet. So Is your vision I'm, clear? Yeah, I'm good. You run faster. I, I went. I, the lady said, oh, "Well, you know, they had this little thing. Was like, uh, why are you getting vaccinated?" I was like, "I'm, I'm just here for the superpowers, bitch. Like, where, where, where the superpowers at? I'm trying to see can I get fly or something? Like, come on. Where the double dose line at? I'm in the yeah. double. I need both mine right now. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready to fly. Shit. I'm here for the superpowers, baby. She just bust out laughing. Let's straight up, man. <laughs> I say that shit that ass, me. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Tension Reality Show, episode number 33, baby. Season two. Make it do what it do, my main man, 50 grand possum pan, my big boy Rio James. Peace. And I'm your man, E Fikes, man. In the meantime, in between time, have gratitude and validate your greatness every opportunity that you get, brothers and sisters. Be great, man. Be beautiful. What you got, Rio? Just walking your light. Mm. Walking your oh, light. Geez. You've seen the path. Going to take that first step into the path. Yes, sir. Whatever that may be for you. But follow your mind, your heart and not your mind. Because mm. your heart will never leave you straight. Because <clears throat> you can think you hate somebody, but in your heart of hearts, 
It's not this year. I never know when to try me and we on your closing statements because like, is he done? <laughs> I'm like, uh, then you would say, oh shit, I'm glad I didn't say nothing right there. I see you jump in like two My eyebrows raise up. <laughs> hey, live, love, life, y'all, man. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Tinted Reality Show. If you like what you heard from us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or just say, hey, Alexa, play Tinted Reality Show. We appreciate you all. Peace.